Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Okay, I currently have entertainers, and I am recovering from being sick. I had some chest congestion issue thing, so yay. But, um, I haven't posted in a really long time because I had, like, all my shows for Chicago, and then, um, illness, so my week just kind of imploded (laughs) but let's let's talk about something that I said to one of my friends two of them actually uh but it was like different circumstances that just all tied in together revolving this one thing that I was saying and implementing in my life and I want to share it because that was so cryptic of me so I had this friend who had a crush on someone, and he was doing, like, everything for this girl. Like, he really liked her. Like, he was really all in with her. And it's like, she didn't, like, reciprocate that. And that's okay. That's not his fault. That's not her fault. Whatever. If she did reciprocate it, he wasn't fully aware of it. It was, like mixed signals, blah, 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 messy type thing. And while he was talking, I essentially like created this image in my head of him in his Sunday best walking with this girl in her Sunday best. And they're like walking up to like a house, basically. And she stops outside of the door. Mind you, this is, like, a completely, like, blank void. Um, she walks, like, she stops, like, in front of the door. And he opens the door. And he just sits down in the middle of that hallway. And he's looking out at her. And she's just completely, like, emotionless. She's not walking in the house with him. Even though he is in his Sunday best, he opened the door for her. But she doesn't want to join him. And as I'm, like, really thinking about talking about this later, it brings me further to the point of being, like, well, why did I imagine them in, like, their best clothes? Oh, because he's... Like, giving her the best of him. Because he sees the good in her and the best in her. Like, oh, damn. And then I had another one of my friends who went through a breakup. And she was like, I just don't, like, understand. Like, I feel like there's everything I could have done for this person. Like, okay, I'm going to give you the same metaphor that I gave my other friend a few days ago. You are sitting in a hallway with, in front of an open door, staring at this person, waiting for them to walk in. And now, with the friend who had the crush, he had to get up and close the door. And understand that she will never walk through. Because she's just not part of his journey. 
And if she is, she won't walk through the door until she's ready, until it's time. But explaining to the girl who went through the breakup, he came to the door and he closed it. And he essentially forced you to go on through your journey of life. And being like, damn, I'm good. And I told her and she was like, you know, he was never the best for me. Like, I deserved more than that. I'm like, hell yeah, you did. Okay, so then imagine this human this human being in front of you. Imagine this man in front of you is wearing, like, sweatpants and a t-shirt and, like, not really caring what it looks like and coming and slamming a door in your face while you are in your Sunday best. You don't deserve that. And if he set you on your journey, fine. But that's also not saying that people haven't come and sat in the hallway with you. Because the people that come into your life sit in the hallway and stare out of this empty door with you. And unless this person's going to be in your life forever, that door never really closes until they leave it. And it's like I thought back to like my past relationships. And it's like these people come in my past relationships, when I say that, I also mean, like, friendships. They come to the door with me. They sit in the hallway with me. And then eventually they leave without closing the door. And every day they come back. And they sit in the hallway with me. And I always close the door and they always open it back up again. It's just, like, a symbiotic relationship like that. And we always sit there in the hallway together. But then when you wake up early one day and you just open the door because you know they're going to come. And then they just expect that door to always be open. That's when issues arise. It's like, well, you didn't open the door for me that one time. Well, I thought you were going to do it. You used to do it. What happened? What changed? And that's, like, the dynamic in relationships and friendships changing. Is you just expect things from the other person all the time. Instead of communicating, hey, I really liked in the beginning when you would come and open the door and sit in the hallway with me. Because eventually it ends in just slamming a door in each other's face. And that's a really hard thing to swallow. You know, and sometimes you leave notes on the door. Basically being like, never come back. I hate you. Or we leave notes saying, hey, I'm glad you stopped by. Or I'm not home right now. Come back later. You know, it's just like. People will come and sit in the hallway with you. But it's really doubtful they'll stay there forever. 
So many people in our lives are only here for a second or a moment of the journey. And they don't last forever in our journey. And that's okay. Hurt is inevitable. And suffering is optional. Because you can sit here and you can wallow in the fact that the door is closed. And that's okay to sit in the hallway and cry at the closed door. But eventually you have to get right back up. And wait for someone else to come. Someone else that you want to open your doors for. And sometimes people close a door to open a window. And every time I... I think the first time I heard that was like from literally Tyler the Creator. But I always think of it as they close the thing that's an exit and an entrance so you can escape into a more beautiful like view. Because like most doors don't have like windows on them. And then so you close the door to open a window. You're closing the thing that's both an entrance and an exit and a window. When you look out your window, you just see beautiful scenery and nature. So you are leaving this bland situation for a much brighter version. And that's why I always feel like breakups are like a favor. You know, like when something is no longer serving you or when this or when you're no longer serving someone else and you can let them go. And basically be like, you know what, I'm closing the door on us. Because I know there's a window out there for me. The same way that I know there's a window out there for you. And this applies to friendship breakups as well. Whenever you leave a friendship because it's not fulfilling you anymore. Which that is a completely valid reason to stop being friends with someone. You just like... There's more things that are going to come, you know? And it's also, like, sometimes, no matter how beautiful it is outside, we just want the comfortability of the person in the hallway. But at the same time, when that comfortability just turned into expectations and anger and disappointment and then furthermore resentment. That's when you have to open the window. And it is okay to close a door to open a window. Okay, really sorry for the weird time jump. It's now the next day. Um, and I don't have it in my retainer, so you're not going to hear a lisp or whatever, but I believe I left off on talking about your journey and how most people don't stay on your journey and how that's an okay thing. And one thing that I've started doing recently, which is all over TikTok, all over Instagram, all over just social media in general, it's the phrase, do it for the plot. And it's brought me places in my life where I didn't think it was actually going to bring me. Um, it's honestly brought me a lot of confidence. Um, but 
when I say do it for the plot, I don't mean, like, go out and do stupid things that are going to end with you getting hurt or injured. I mean, going out and doing things that is, that is like, harmless fun. And the worst thing that's going to happen is you get embarrassed. You know what I mean? So, today, the thing I did for the plot was I knew I was going to go do yoga with one of my friends. And then, so when I got there, I saw this one guy I know at the gym, his name's JJ, that's not actually his name, I just call him JJ, and I was like, JJ, I am about to go to yoga, do you want to come with me, after, like, talking to him for, like, 10, 20 minutes, and he was like, yeah, sure, um, I'm now going to get the attention of, like, 10 other people in the gym and bring them with me, and so it's me leading this pack of feral men (laughs) through the gym, um, to the yoga studio, basically, we walk in, like, five or so minutes late, the lady's, like, if I'm gonna get trolled, I'm gonna cry, like, she's also someone that's so, like, intense and, like, high strung, like, I feel like if I stood up and she was, like, sit down, I would, um, I feel like I would, I would let her boss me around out of, like, fear, and I'm normally, I'm normally not one of those people, but, um, uh, so, it's just, like, me, and then a bunch of the guys, like, chicken out, and they're like, no, I really don't want to go do yoga, let me go, I'm gonna go hit chest real quick, and I'm like, okay, have fun, bah, um, so two of the guys follow me in, one of them does, like, half of it, and then he's like, cat, I gotta go work, and I was like, oh, sorry, bye, and then one of them stays, like, full time, and then he and the girl that I was going to go to yoga with ended up, like, hitting it off or whatever, and now they're going on a date. And I'm like, that is the shit that we do for the plot. That is the shit that we do for the plot. Because if I had never invited JJ, then JJ would have never invited his friend, and his friend would have never, like, asked my friend, like, no, my friend never would have asked him for a snap, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh my god. Um, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. It's just, like, doing shit for the plot. Um, also, just, like, hallway crushes. God, I have, like, seven of them. It's bad. But it's just, like, people that I see, I'm like, you're cute. Um, I randomly, I slid in one of their DMs. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, fully slid in one of their DMs. It was really funny. Like, they posted at a place. I was like, oh my god, I was just there. How crazy. Um, one of them smiled at me in the hallway yesterday. Another one smiled at me in the hallway today. And the one that smiled at me in the hallway today, like, I, like, totally freaked out. Like, I went into my second period. I was like, oh my god, he smiled at me. And, like, the one friend that knows, I was like, she's like, who did? I was like, he smiled at me. And she's like, oh my god, he smiled at you? And I was like, twice, twice. I I did a little look back, and he was still looking at me, and he smiled again. I'm so awful. I'm so awful, I know. I know. It's so bad, but it's just, like, do for the plot. I went to prom with a guy that I have no romantic interest with, and I got a limo, so do it for the plot. I don't know. I genuinely wanted to go to prom with him, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have any romantic feelings to him, but... I think he's a great person, and I really didn't want to have my father take me to prom. Or have to go with somebody and then be like, well, I want to go to an after party. And he'd be like, okay, well, I don't, so. And then I danced in the rain, 
and it was really fun. Um, I danced in the rain to rain on me. Um, and then I scream sung with a bunch of girls who, like, have all gotten out of long-term relationships recently about how shitty men are to really loud Taylor Swift songs, which was really fun. And really, that was one of the biggest highlights of my night. And my feet hurt so bad that I got carried out. Like, I literally got on my prom dates back and got carried out. It was great. And then we got safe sober t-shirts, which is so funny to me. It's, it's hilarious to me. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just like, I don't understand people that like don't go out and do things like prom or like homecoming. Cause that's like where your memories come from. That's where like the biggest moments of your life, your quote unquote like high school career, like come from and if you're not going out and celebrating that especially if it's your last year you're missing out that is not doing it for the plot but also i don't believe that doing things for the plot should be like i'm gonna snort crack for the plot that doesn't count no that's just being stupid do it for the plot is kind of like fuck it we ball but better do it for the plot is positive things fuck it we ball is after something negative happens Okay. I'm really glad we got that covered. That's a really important mental health topic to talk about. It's the difference between fuck a ball and do it for the plot. <laughs> um, no, but I just think if you're not doing it for the plot, then your movie's gonna be really boring. And I know people are like, life isn't a movie. Don't romanticize your life. If you're not romanticizing your life, then what are you living it for? You know what I mean? Like, I fully believe that I live my life to serve other people but that also doesn't mean that I'm not taking care of myself and doing things that I think are going to make my movie more interesting and my life more interesting and opportunities in my life I accept and I don't sit there I'm like this is a new episode of my life but after something big happens in my life being able to sit there and be like I'm closing this chapter I'm closing this door I'm opening this window now is really powerful for me um because I'm a very sensitive person and it's really hard for me to process and get over things easily it's really hard for me to process and get over things like in general um and being able to romanticize my life and romanticize like my daily activities make me feel better like I'm going to sit here and drink my favorite energy drink and I'm gonna have the best time ever you know I'm gonna take a cute little photo of it and put it on my Instagram story because that's something that's going to make me happy you know like I'm going to put on my perfume every morning and I'm gonna make sure that I like look cute doing it you know what I mean it's like I'm going to wake up and immediately do my makeup because that shit that makes me happy and that shit that is going to be good for my quote unquote movie it's me I'm the movie and at the end of the day like whenever I I never want to call the people in my life, like, quote, unquote, like, side characters. Because the people in my life are really important to me. So they're not ever side characters. They're just people that, like, are in my story. And at the end of the day, no one's story is complete until they, like, die. But their chapters in their life end. And I'm really glad that I got to start my chapter with prom. I'm really glad I got to sign off on a good note. You know what I mean? It's just like, 
there's a new season coming out now. And, you know, and it's really, I'm really excited about where my life is taking me right now. And it's just like, yeah, there's a lot that I need to do this year and next year. But I know it's going to be good. And I'm really excited. And I can't wait to document this journey with you. I have my door open for everybody listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Mwah.